Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is the superstar activator. She's a trainer. She puts on events. She's an author. She's a fabulous speaker. She's my friend, Michelle Villalobos. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, Dr. Paul. I'm really excited to be here. Live on Purpose. That's the name of the show. That's also an important part of of activating your superpowers. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes. I would definitely agree with that. I heard you speak a couple of years ago, Michelle, and it stuck in my mind as I was listening to you because I got to feel that there's, there's an important place for our purpose. And we have to get past some of the, shall I say, more selfish or even insecure reasons that we might want to put ourselves out there. Yeah. But, but to focus on what that purpose is. And maybe before we dig into that, could you share with us just at least briefly a little taste of what your journey has been? Because I know you just didn't pop on the scene as the guru of superstar activation. <laughs> um, you've had a journey, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Where are you coming from? Cool. Yeah, sure. Well, I was born in Medellin, Colombia. <laughs> Fast forward. I won't bore you with all those details. Um, my, but I, 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 my family is Cuban-American. They're Cuban immigrants. And uh, oh, yeah. so as, a, as a kid, I really you know, um, received the message like a lot of us do, and like especially I think immigrants do, that this was our chance you know, to be in this country and to make the most of it and work hard and succeed and, you know, make the family and the Cuban culture, you know, all look good. And so there was, I wouldn't say that there, there was a lot, I don't, it didn't relate to it like a lot of pressure. It just related to it. Like, this is what you do. You work hard, you get good grades, you follow the, the prescribed path. And I did really, really well at that for the first you know, 20, 30 years of my life. Um, and I, I did the things that you're quote unquote supposed to do. You know, I, mm-hmm. I got a well-paying job. I had a big title I and mean, it took me a while to get there. I, you know, there was definitely a lot of, uh, aimlessness in between at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. Eventually I settled in and I, and I had a really great job and I, I had significance. I had money. I had, um, the things that I was, that I felt like were the things that you're supposed to do to get, to be happy, to be happy, mm-hmm. right? Like this is what life's about, right? You check it all life. off, right? Yeah, check the list. You got it. Nailed it. And then somewhere in there in my, I guess the, the malaise, the, the, the disease, dis-ease, like the, just the not feeling like my life was going really great started to settle mm-hmm. in. And I found myself, you know, drinking a lot and partying a lot and you know had a job where I had you know a lot of access to famous people and celebrities and 
And I just was miserable in the middle of it, even though other people would look at my life and say, you're so lucky. I didn't feel lucky. And I, um, I, I blamed it on the external situation. I blamed it on my bosses. I blamed it on my job. I blamed it on my family. Mm-hmm. Blamed mm-hmm. it on my, the guys I was dating. Like I blamed it on everything except really looking inward. And um, in about you know 2007, I, I decided to quit my job and become an entrepreneur thinking, okay, well, no more bosses. I'm going to be my own boss. I'll have freedom. You know, I'm, I read the four hour work week and I thought this mm-hmm. is, this is going to be me. Um, and it was a huge wake up call because it didn't go so well at all. And it was right at the beginning of the recession too. So my ego took a big hit. I ended up having to work even harder than I'd ever worked before. And I made, you know, and I kept the mask on too. Like I'm doing great. I'm mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I love being an entrepreneur. This is wonderful. But behind the scenes, like my parents could see and my close friends could see that I didn't rest. You know, I was yeah, just really, really, um, yeah, just really having a hard time. And then in 2014, so seven and a half years later, it all kind of fell apart. Finally. Mm. <laughs> it was bound to happen. Yeah. You can't sustain that, can you? No, no, but nobody, I never knew that. Like I, and the people would tell me, it's not that I never knew or that it's just that I wasn't listening. You know, my, my, I would remember, I remember mom, you know, coming down the stairs at midnight, like you work too hard. You can't work like that. You know, you're making yourself mm-hmm. sick. And I was like, yeah, mom. Okay. Yeah, sure. And the, the, the idea that I had that I didn't verbalize or didn't, wasn't even fully aware of was like, I'll deal with that. Once I get this business stable, once I've got, once I get to this you know, Nirvana, la la land place where everything is great. Mm. Then I'll take care of myself. Then I'll focus on, you know, all the things, the health and, you know, being a better person and all that stuff to contribute. Right. And, and the breakdown just, it was the wake up call I needed, I guess, you know, it was the, I think the, the universe, God source, whatever you higher power you, you believe in. Mm -hmm tried to get my attention for a long time and I wasn't listening. And so it took like a really big, massive breakdown for me to wake up. And that's what happened. Luckily it took a while, but uh, you know, and, and my business became a vehicle for, for this awakening that I had. Mm. I changed my business model and I started to work with mentors who really helped me to find alignment, which, you know, it's a word that I, that I really, I think it kind of nails everything that I am about is alignment. Now it's finding alignment with my true self, what I love to do, what I'm best at alignment with my purpose, my higher self, my higher mm-hmm. reason for being alignment with my core values, alignment with my self care, alignment with my vision, alignment with my relationship. So that word, they really taught that to me. And, and that. I stopped optimizing for success, achievement, money, status, and I started optimizing for alignment. And in that process, I had to discover who I even was and what I even believed in. And so that was the that was the big wake up. It is a bit of a discovery process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michelle, and thank you for for being vulnerable and and willing to share that journey because I think there's so many of us who get stuck in the rat race. Yeah. Thinking something you said triggered this for me, thinking that Mm -hmm. 
life is all about some destination, some nirvana place that we can get to, and then we'll be good. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and missing entirely the fact that this is a journey, and the journey itself is to be enjoyed. Exactly. Exactly. That's where our joy is. Have you noticed this, Michelle? Life happens now. Yes, indeed. This I mean, is that's it. At the end of the day, that's what all the big spiritual practices come back to, right? Is this be here now concept. And I wasn't. That's the thing. I was never here. And I remember mm. the moment I arrived. Like, it wasn't that long ago. And it's not like I was never here ever, ever. But it was right. a couple of years ago. I was in a, in a retreat with a spiritual um, mentor of mine, a mentor of mine. And in the retreat, I had this big breakthrough, like a very emotional experience. It, you know, there was sound and crying. And, and I remember after it had all moved through me, I was like so present. And I said, I'm here now. I like here. felt myself arrive in a new way. And now I'm here. Now I'm really here, you know? Which is a gift. Yeah. Michelle, that's a gift to me. It's a gift to our audience for you to be present. Mm. In fact, that's one of the definitions in English. One of the definitions of the word present is gift. Yes. Yeah. But it also means here in this place and it means now in this time. Yeah. What a gift. But this is also a gift to you because that's when you arrived at this nirvana place or time that you thought wasn't here and now. Right. It's so funny that as long as we take on the idea that, 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 that there is a destination, right. That there is this place we're going. I mean, I get it that we want to have goals and vision and ideas and all that, but as long as we live our life for this one thing or what, once I get to here, then we're just, we're never present in, in our life right here. It's just, Mm -hmm. this is never enough. If we're always you know, like, okay, once I, then that means this is never, we're never going to be there ever. It's always just on the other side. And that was, that's how I lived my whole life. Like once I get the the grades for the semester, once I get into college, once I get a job, once I, you know, always living for that future moment, never, never being right here right now. I've incorporated that very idea into a powerful psychological model that I teach in my books and in my speeches and seminars. And, and here's the, the powerful truth. Psychologically, when we tell ourselves, I'll be okay when things are better, think about that. When things are better. Yeah. Things are never better. Things are always the way they are. <laughs> now, that seems obvious now that no, I call No, I totally get it. But things are exactly the way they are. They are never better. You can imagine something better which is good news because as creative beings, we need to have something to imagine to go toward, but you'll never be there. That's like the news flash, Michelle, isn't it? Exactly. And it just like, it never, I never got that. And, and, and it's not that people never told me that it's that it never, like, I never embodied that. I never Mm -hmm. really, never really landed. I have a friend 
named Jeff Nishwitz. And I wish I could remember the name of his book. But the way he puts it is he says, everything is already okay. You know, when you're when you're in the middle of something and people are like, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Like his whole thing is, no, it's already it okay. It already is. Right now. Right now. And that is the that's that was that's been like, ah. you know, I didn't have that language for it. <laughs> But that's, that's how I live now. I mean, I can't say I'm obviously perfect. I'm not perfect at it. I've got a lot to learn and I'm still working sure. this. But that's what I come back to. It's like, it's, it's okay right now, even in this moment. And then, and even in this moment, right? No matter what. And that's big. You know what the corollary to that is? What? It's better now too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's already better. But, Look at the truth behind that. As we evaluate our experience, we have to compare it to something. That's right. And this is already better than things that are worse. That's right. That's right. And it's still worse than things that are better. So here we are. Everything is already okay. In the present, everything is okay. It's already better. It's it's good here and now. Mm-hmm. Wow, we could probably end everything right now, but we're just at halftime. <laughs> so we got some more stuff to do. When we come back from this break, Michelle, can we dig into how we can actually, in your terms, activate that that superhero, superpower stuff that's inside yes. of all of us? Absolutely. That will be fun. Everyone, when we come back from the break, we're going to do just that. This is Michelle Villalobos at Live On Purpose Radio. And we'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach.com forward slash webinar. And we're back. Michelle Villalobos at Live On Purpose Radio today. Michelle, there's so many things that I love about the conversation we had in the first half, the power of being present. And this is an interesting phenomenon that I've seen, and I think you've observed this as well. When we get good with what is, with where we are, who we are, what we have, who we're with, And we feel that rich abundance of how great and awesome our life is right now without changing anything. It opens up the possibility to actually upgrade the darn thing. Yeah. But the the catch is you don't have to because your life is good now and it's good here. So you don't have to, but it opens up the possibility to actually do it. And then the success, the achievement that you referred to in the first half, 
is simply a strategic side effect of what we naturally do because we are joyful beings who are living in the present. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What does that trigger for you? I, I see you responding. Yeah, well, it's just that the, the, the work is inside, right? And when we, people want to have abundance, they, they, you know, they say, I want abundance. I, I work with business people generally. And a lot of times I work with them around creating influence to drive income and impact. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them, and I experience this, it's like, I want more abundance. And what you just said is, you know, we have to first, we get to first cultivate the feeling of abundance in what we already have. Right. I have a, um, another mentor who says, uh, this is Dr. Aaron Wilkerson in Denver. He says, we cannot influence what we do not value. Mm. And that doesn't just mean influencing others. It means in ourselves, we can't influence ourselves to achieve or, or we can influence ourselves to achieve the success and the, like the, in that old paradigm version, but to create a life that we want from vision to create something from our vision, we must first cultivate the feeling of gratitude and abundance in where we are and all the abundance that we have right now. Mm. And from that place, right. Then, then abundance is much more easily attracted to us. You know, we resonate with abundance in a different way when we already feel abundant. And so what you said you know, sparked me because it's, it's the work is, is internal. And that's, you know, the funny thing is we do these branding workshops and seminars and we do business planning and strategy and we lead with all that because that's what people want. And the work that we end up doing over the course of a year when people work with us deeply in our mastery program, it's mostly internal. It's mostly inner work. It's mostly the work yeah. of tapping into joy, tapping into gratitude, tapping into abundance. Um, another mentor, I, I, I've been quoting people a lot, but uh, Nanilea Diamond, I interviewed her in my podcast and she says, the energy from which we create determines the energy of what we create. Mm. So creating a business plan from scarcity, from fear, from lack creates more scarcity, fear, and lack. So part right. of what we do in our, in our business stuff, which people, some people, I mean, people are starting to be aware that this is how we roll, but mm-hmm. you know, you know, they'll come in to work on a business plan and we're doing a lot of work to get them into an energy rich, abundant, gra- grateful state as they work on it. And it's not like we spend all this time doing that work. It's just like cultivating that environment for us. Like, for example, I have to be energy rich to lead that room. I have to be coming from gratitude and abundance, which I didn't always do. Mm-hmm. Right. There were sometimes where I would show up back in the day, stressed out and anxious and, you know, worried. And, and are we going to get the result? You know, do we have enough people here? Are we going to make the sales that we want to make? And think right. questions like that, that really got in the way of creating that abundant container and field for creation. Right. Does that make, and that kind of went all over the place there. Uh, <laughs> you're speaking my language though, Michelle, because every problem we have is a problem with thinking. Yes. And feeling. Yeah. I can see in your business, especially people are coming in and they think they want a business strategy. They think right. they need a new brand or a new website. They mm-hmm. th- that, that's what they think they need because then that would help them to be successful and then they could be happy. 
Well, and that, that's part of the one side disease, right? Once I have right. my website, once I have my brand, then everything is going to work out. It's also the magic bullet thing, you know, like mm-hmm. thinking that this one strategic thing is going to solve all their problems. That puts you in an interesting position as a business consultant, because if, if you simply jump on board with that agenda, which I used to, I'm sure that was exhausting, by the way. It was. <laughs> because it, it's tantamount to pursuing the rainbow or running to the horizon. And can you think of anything more exhausting than running to the horizon? Because it's not a real place. Never gonna get, never gonna happen. It's a psychological construct, it's an idea. And, and you can't go there because it's not a real place. Mm-mm. So I'm seeing that once you get people engaged in your process, the next thing is to help them see they're already in the rainbow. Yes. This is mm-hmm. it. This is awesome. And from that place, they can move forward and accomplish all kinds of things. Exactly. Yeah. It's the distinction Powerful. between, because in so much of our culture is built around this idea of right, wrong, this or that polarity, you know, right. like, oh, I got to fix this thing in myself, fix this thing in my business, fix this thing in the world, right? I, I'm here because I want to, you know, fix the political situation or what, whatever that thing is. And from that place, it's like running to the horizon. Right. Right. It's just, it's never, there's nothing to fix. Everything is already okay. And from that place, we can say, all right, where's, where's your joy? Where's the abundance? Like follow the free energy. And from that free energy, from that place of where things are great, where you do feel that gratitude and abundance from that place, what can we create? From that place. So and that place is good. Yeah. It's here and it's now. I'm, I'm gleaning from this, Michelle, that the first practical step here mm-hmm. is to see that you're okay. The things yeah. are good, that this is rich, this is abundant. And you can't pretend, right? Well, and that's what I was going to say earlier. One of the other issues that's kind of seems like the opposite, but not really, is where people come into the room with the mask on. Like everything is okay Mm -hmm. as opposed to what's what they're really feeling inside. And so we've got to go there. And that's another thing people often don't want to go there into the, the muck, into the pain, into the, the, the recognizing the years that they may have spent wasted, Mm -hmm. you know, the the quote unquote wasted, right. There's a lot of pain. And when people don't acknowledge that pain and in our culture, you know, people, somebody starts to break down and cry and everybody's rushing to make them feel better. And that's another thing that, that, that I've had to learn in my room. Like for example, the old version, the old paradigm, right? I would, I would freak out. It's like, oh no, I did something wrong. This is bad. Someone's crying. They're having an issue. They're, you know, breaking down. And now it's like, great, let's go there, man. Like, not that we spend all our time doing that. and you know, it's, it's really important when that there's pain there. First of all, that's ultimately, ultimately I see that as fuel. It's fuel for action. Yeah. Absolutely. So now it's like, we don't pretend we're not, you know, somebody comes in with that mask on that I'm great. Everything's awesome. Yeah. There's this thing, but I don't want to talk about it or I don't want to go there. Usually that's, that's a source of, of bound energy. Um, 
you know, that, that we, that we need to go there. And so that's the other work that takes a year, you know, or takes longer. One of the kind of business concepts that I come back to again and again is everyone wants that quick fix. People want that magic bullet. Um, And so our business model is structured to deliver in a short period of time. This is what we teach too. in a short period of time, give people a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. They can have an aha moment. They can have a breakthrough. They can create a business plan. They can feel for three days what it feels like to come from an energy rich place and to create and be excited. But that's not, that's not mastery. Mastery is the journey. It takes longer. So our minimum program, well, not our, is six months. And really the program that is our kind of flagship is a year long. And that's what I advocate for my, for when I'm teaching people and helping them create a business for themselves. It's like, what can, where do you deliver that long-term transformation, that real mastery? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? And that's going to be the thing that's win-win for you. It's right. going to create stability in your business model. And for your clients, it's going to create a true transformation. There's so many times the way I operated for years was these one-off deals, like mm-hmm. sell a package of sessions or sell a half day or a full day. Like I give the one-time transformation or the one-time breakthrough, but I wasn't, I wasn't able to lead people through a, a real transformational journey. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big um, area of mastery that I, that I, for me, that has stretched me and helped me develop. And that's a key area of mastery for a superstar. Cause you said, what does it take? One thing it yes. takes is lead yourself first and then lead others. Right. Right. Connecting with that purpose. This is the title of our episode here is activate your superstar purpose. Yeah. And part of that as we're having this conversation, I think comes back to notice, notice some things. And I, I tell my clients this all the time, Michelle, I'm, I can't tell you what to think. I don't have that kind of authority. I just want you to see that you are and connect with that deeper purpose, which ultimately is joy. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a fair shortcut? It's all about joy and you're not going to achieve the joy once you or after or upon completion of. So we get that out of our head. We connect with the the rich abundance that is here and now that is present. Mm-hmm. And that creates the energy yeah. that then can go create all kinds of value out there in the world. And there will be a financial compensation for that. But that's a strategic side effect. Really what we're after is joy. Exactly. The joy first, and then also channeling that joy for at least in, I mean, I haven't thought this through if this is universally applicable, but I think it might be channeling that joy into contribution of some sort. Right. And there's a lot of reasons why that is important too. Michelle, you've contributed in a a big way here today. I'm sure that some of our listeners will want to connect with you or find out more about some of those transformational programs you're doing. Mm -hmm. Where can they find you the best? Where do they go? I would say my website is your, is your best bet. Everything's on there. We have events. You can sign up for my newsletter. My podcast is on there. So uh, it's superstaractivator.com and that's your, it's a great place to start. And I have a YouTube channel too, just like you do. That's right. We're Mm -hmm. kind of YouTube buddies as well. Right. And it's really about, 
I'm actually still kind of discovering what it's about. It's about business. It's kind of bringing the, the business and the spiritual and the personal all together in yeah. one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An amazing world that we live in. It's full, it's rich, it's abundant. And that abundance is available to all of us. Folks, you've heard it from Michelle today. Remember her website, superstaractivator.com. And that's where you can connect with Michelle, her amazing programs, the podcast, the blog, all of that fun stuff. Michelle, thank you so much for your contributions here today. Thank you, Paul. This has been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. Hope you've all enjoyed it as well. It's time now to go live on purpose. Oh, 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 oh